You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 115. Hey friends, we are back doing this thing, kicking off the podcast in 2022. I haven't talked to you guys since like last year. <laughs> is that joke getting old yet or what? Um, Yeah, I am so happy and excited to be here again with you. I apologize right off the bat. For some reason, this audio is giving me problems. I've had some issues, some tech issues, even in the last season with recording my own voice. I am figuring it all out, but I decided that done is better than perfect. So here we go. We're just going to record it. And if the sound sounds awful, I apologize. That's just real life and kind of how the theme of everything has been going lately, right? Things have not been working right. Schedules have been postponed or pushed back. And even though some of us are starting to get back to what we call normal, quote unquote, it's still not really the same. But hopefully in this season, we are going to have some joy and excitement and praise for the Lord. He has been so good and faithful, allowing me the honor to host our third year and seventh season of the Hello Awesome podcast. That's right. So crazy. We are officially at year three since launching the podcast back in February of 2019. What a journey that we have been on together. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who have stuck with me, and I cannot wait to continue. In fact, I am doing a special podcast giveaway starting today to celebrate you could win one of my books along with a newly designed notebook. Enter the podcast giveaway by leaving a five-star review in iTunes. Email me a review at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com or you can DM me the review on Instagram at helloawesomelive. So that's three different places where you can enter. So basically, you just have to leave a review uh, tell me your favorite episode or your favorite guest and why. You could choose one of these places to do that. The giveaway starts today and it's going to end on March 7th. And then I will announce a winner shortly after. The winner will get to choose from these three books of mine, The Glitter Effect, Give It to God Girl, or my latest one, Living in the Lion's Den. So you get to choose one of those. I just added a bunch of cute notebooks in the shop, so I'm going to throw in one of those for your notebook-taking needs. I'm truly humbled and I'm truly excited for this amazing opportunity going into year three. I can't wait to read those reviews, hear what you guys have to say, so please send them. They really do mean a lot. Let's switch gears because this is the first episode of season seven, and our theme is Praise Him. I think we all can use a little bit of praise. Amen? This week, blogger Cassie Pounds shares her love for home decor and why our spaces should be peaceful. Enjoy this conversation. I hope it challenges you the way it did challenge me. Here is episode number 115 that I am calling A Peaceful Home with Cassie Pounds. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. 
This is the Hello Awesome Podcast, where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. Before we get started, let me share some amazing deals from a few friends of mine. California-based, female-owned, modest boutique Skirt Society has hand-picked pieces perfect for all sizes. For a limited time, use code HELLO10 for 10% off your next order at theskirtsociety.com. From hoodie sets to jumpers, up your fashion game this season. If you're trying to tame your mane like I am, it is time to invest in Uncut. Uncut offers a variety of hair care cleansing and strengthening products that will help restore and renew your long locks. Use code AWESOME10 for 10% off when you order from UncutHairCare.com today. Are you looking for modest clothing that's both high quality and affordable? Pencil skirts, layer tops, lace extenders, and more can be found at Nuggles. You can also find the cutest modest options for grade school age girls. Use code HelloAwesome10 for 10% off your purchase at www.nuggles.us. That's N-U-G-G-L-E-S.us and stock up for all your layering needs. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I am so excited to be back here with you and with a new guest today. Cassie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Can you please share with us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, I would be happy to. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I have been married for about 11 years and I am the mom to nine-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. Um, we are very involved in our church and I have been involved in music for years since I was a small child, um, started singing when I was three and, um, it went from there and I attended, um, Christian life college in California, uh, several years ago, 20 years ago to be exact. And I studied music and, um, so I have worked since then in my church, um, doing various things and I'm a worship leader. I play the keyboard and I also direct our choir and my husband plays the guitar and, um, my children are learning piano. So hopefully one day they can join in with all of that. But, um, we also own an inspection company and we do home inspections for people buying new homes Um, so they can make sure that the property they want to purchase is all good and everything. So we've been doing that now for a couple of years. Well, my husband's done it for a long time, but we have owned the company for a couple of years. And um, I do work um, part-time from home doing office work for that. So that is basically who I am. Well, those are awesome um, just facts about you that I didn't even know, especially Having twins, that's so exciting. I have one nine-year-old, but I am an older sister to twins. So that's very special to my heart. They are definitely fun. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that. So that's cool. And I also didn't know that you are the worship leader of your church. I think that's incredible. And that actually goes along with 
the theme that I had in mind for this, um, you know, entire podcast season when I wanted to focus on praise and praising him. And so, um, yeah, I really think that God has brought us together to, to just talk more about that. And uh-huh. I think one of the things that people quickly notice about you um, especially online, is the way that you can transform a space. You mm-hmm. have awesome home decor, you know, taste and talent. And that's something that's also close to my heart as well. And your Instagram feed is just so inspiring. And I wanted to know, how did you get started sharing that on social media? Okay, thank you for the compliments, first off. I really appreciate that. Um Several years ago, um, we bought a house and it was an old, we wanted to buy a fixer upper. And, um, so we decided we were going to buy this little house and we were going to flip it and sell it. But fast forward 11 years and we're still here. Um, but we've remodeled the entire thing. My husband, um, is very handy. So we've done most of it ourselves, but that's when I really got into decorating. Um, he would do all the hard stuff and I would get to do the fun stuff. Um, but I was posting on a blog just to keep a little journal of what we were doing. And um, I had a friend who followed my blog and she started um, really getting after me, telling me I needed to get on Instagram. And I I didn't even realize it was that big of a thing on Instagram to post your house and all of that kind of stuff. So I started looking into it and realized that there was a lot of people doing that. And I thought, Oh, that sounds fun. So I started a little account and I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. And I didn't really realize that um, Instagram had all these uh, requirements or, or their little rules um, in order to grow. Um, But I, I kept at it and it's taken me a while, but my account has grown and I, I have grown with it. um, And I've been inspired by others as well, but it was because of that friend who pushed me to do it that I finally got on Instagram and it's amazing all of the things that have happened since then that would not have happened um, had she not pushed me to do it. So I'm grateful for that um, and her encouragement. Yeah, that's awesome. And that is so cool to just, you know, learn something new and realize that there is kind of a place for you, for your passion and that other people can appreciate that as well. I think that's such a awesome thing that Instagram kind of provides is that community, especially when we didn't really realize it's something that we kind of needed. Right. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's been very good for me. Well, where did this love for decorating come from? You know, sprucing up your home and, and uh-huh. all of that. Did it start at a young age? Yes. Um, I always loved to decorate my bedroom when I lived at home. Um, I don't really know who it came from because my mom is not really a decorator. Um, Mm -hmm. She wouldn't call herself that, Um, but she always kept a nice home. It was always clean and orderly, Um, but I love to decorate. And I guess it could come from, I, I love to read. So I would read a lot of books and, you know, a lot of the houses, I mean, a lot of the books that I like to read, they would have homes in them. Like, for example, a uh, little house on the prairie. And, you know, they would talk about the home and the what they did in the home and the baking and the 
decorating for Christmas. And I don't know, it just felt like something that was, it was very, uh, it was something that felt peaceful to me and felt homey. And it made you get those cozy feelings when you would read about it. And I don't know if that's where it stemmed from because I read a whole lot and um, that's maybe where it came from. I don't really know, (laughs) but I'm glad it came from somewhere. Yeah, it's funny how that happens when we 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 sometimes don't realize um, that we're being influenced by something in our childhood that later on kind of comes out in a way that kind of takes us by surprise. Yes. Yeah, totally. So when you think about, you know, decorating your home, taking care of your home, what is the overall feel that you would like your family and guests to have when they step into the space? Well, when, when people come in, I really just want them to feel welcome and I want them to have a warm feeling. I want them to, Mm -hmm. I think the thing that I always try to promote or portray, I should say through my decorating is a cozy feeling. And we live in a cottage style home and it's very old. It's almost a hundred years old. Um, so it's easy to get that cozy, cozy cottage feel. But if I could make anyone feel a certain way, it would be that they felt warm and cozy and that they felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, we have some nice things, but I don't want to have so much that people feel like it's stuffy. Um, mm-hmm. I like to, you know, mix things and that kind of thing. But I probably the most repeated phrase that people say when they come in is that my house is cozy. And that's what I've always tried to portray with that. So I feel like that I've kind of, I'm I'm accomplishing that and I I want them to feel peace. And, you know, we, we play music a lot when people are here and just to have that calming, that, that sense of calm and peace that music can portray and, you know, candles burning and just, just so that people feel welcome and and warm. I don't want to ever have people come over and and leave feeling like it was cold and, and certainly not messy and dirty. You know, you Mm -hmm. always want people to feel, to feel good when they leave your home. I love that word cozy. Just, it just really does make you feel like you are at home. And if you Mm -hmm. can feel cozy in somebody else's house, it will feel like you belong there. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, we don't realize that maybe their home in reality is not like that. And so I I agree. It's, it's important to create that in our home so that when we have guests over family members over, they can feel that sense of home. And, you know, how does having the right decor put our hearts and our minds at peace? How can decor do that? Well, I think um, for me, I get very overwhelmed and I feel scattered and almost like a a weight is on me if my house is out of order. Mm -hmm. And um, not to say it never is because we live in our home, but I think when things are clean, um, when they're orderly and when you have cohesiveness in your house. I think it just brings that sense of peace. Um, If you, you know, if you've got 
things out everywhere and nothing is in its place, you're going to feel scattered in your own, your own mind. And I just feel like the peace comes when everything is where it should be. And, you know, for me, a lot of times that just means that I have to make an effort to clean up every night, just clean up little things. Like if the kitchen is, you know, out of place, just make sure everything's put away, clean the countertops off, um, making the bed every day. It's just little things. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, but if you've got things in order, it just brings that sense of peace. Yeah, I agree. And I feel the exact same way. Um, Like I always say what you were kind of saying, we live here. So Mm -hmm. life happens, especially when you have kids. Yes, definitely. (laughs) You have nine-year-old twins. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. And we do have an issue of taking things out, not putting things back. (laughs) Um, And that's something that comes with time. But I agree. I think as long as the majority of it is is picked up and um, at least organized in a way that's not overwhelming for us, mm-hmm. um, then we can have that that peace being home. I definitely don't think God wants our home to be full of agitation and just irritation. Right. Exactly. And, um, and it's really more it's more than uh, just the you know, uh, home decor in a vanity sense, it really is creating an environment for your, for your peace, for your soul to kind of relax. Yes, I agree. So in your opinion, have we as a society lost the simple concept of creating a peaceful atmosphere at home? Um, yes, in a way I do think that's true. Um, Mm -hmm. I think people are, so busy nowadays that they don't maybe stop to take the time to create that atmosphere in their home. But I also think our homes are very, um, they're very noisy. If I could use that, um, you know, now we've either people either have a TV going, they've got their on their phones, their social media, video games, all this stuff pours into our home constantly And, um, it dominates everything and not to say that, you know, any of those things are terrible, but when it's constant, I believe that it doesn't promote peace in your home. And, um, I think if we can just turn off some of the noise at times, um, and focus on what home is about and, you know, being with our family, that that can promote the peace that we need when we when we leave out of a world that is just crazy and, and torn up when we come into our home, we don't, we don't need all that noise constantly. We need to find a way to turn off the noise and so that we can find that peace in our own home. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I think it, you said it perfectly is it's just a lot of noise. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that too. Sometimes I don't know what it is until um, like what's getting at me? Why, why is, why am I a little bit more on edge? And I realize I'm like, there's just too much stuff going on. <laughs> right. There's just yeah. a lot of voices, a lot of activity. And we don't realize that, you know, in this modern age, 
it's just so easy for that to overwhelm the piece of our spaces where we, where we inhabit every day. Right. And we're all guilty. I'm not definitely not saying that I'm perfect um, because it's easy to do. It's easy to, to let all that take control and, you know, have to refocus and find that peace. Yeah. It always reminds me of, or at least I'm always reminded of how things were back in the day. Not saying Uh, that we want to go back there because there's some things I think that we've overcome that's very needed. Yes, agree. But as far as I think the concept of, you know, your home, creating a space for your family, the closeness of your relationships, you know, all the things that were very basic things aren't so basic anymore. And Mm -hmm. I do agree that one thing that we moms can do or us women can do um, is create a home that will promote that peace. So maybe, you know, we can have some harmony in our family, even when things are not harmonious in other areas of the world. Yes, totally. It's important to create that with your family. When I think of my home, I I can't help but thank Jesus for it. And it sounds so simple, but I love my home. And mm-hmm. um, it's just something that was such a prayer for a long time. We also bought a fixer-upper. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent eight years in a condo waiting for a house with a yard. And, yeah. you know, we loved our condo too, but it was time to move on. We were growing our family and children, in my opinion, need space to grow. They need to run around outside, get dirty, have their own kind of world. And and so we've been in the house now for, oh boy, four, four and a half years. And, you know, when I think about it, I, it's exactly what we asked for. It has everything that we need. And I just always praise God for it. And um, it, it really just reminds me to to just be thankful and to have yes. praise and and to praise him for other things in my right. life. And, and I wanted to ask, what has been something that you've been praising God for lately? Well, um, I have, it's funny that you say you've been praising for your home, but that is exactly where I'm at right now. Um mm-hmm. We, we've been in this house for 11 years, but we kind of re, we redid it and everything back then, but we kind of didn't finish some things. And there's been things that were put on hold for various reasons for several years. And um, this year we were asked to be on our city's Christmas tour of homes, which is a, which was a really huge honor for me. And I was so excited, but we had a lot of stuff that we had to get done. Um, just to kind of get it where I wanted it to be, to show it to the whole world. So um, we started working on it and God, you know, he gave us the means and the blessings to be able to do that. And we have worked on our home and I'm just, I've been so excited to actually be able to finish some things that have been on hold for a long time. And I was thinking about it the other day about how blessed I am for it. And I just, I praise God for that because I realize not everybody has this. And of course, you know, there might be things that I would change about my house. Um, 
maybe a little more space, but it works for us. And it's definitely a blessing from God. Um, and I just, I don't want to ever take it for granted. And I've just been so thankful lately that he has given us the means and the ability to be able to do this right now. And it makes me excited. And I, when I come home, I'm just, I'm just excited. And I just, I'll just stand and stare at things because I'm like, wow, this is what I've been dreaming about for several years now. And it's here. And I'm just so so grateful to God that he's just, he has put these blessings in my life and I don't want to ever, ever take it for granted. Right. Well, that's an awesome opportunity that you, you know, are able to have. And um, I think it kind of reminds us too of a good point is not everything has to be perfect in our homes to Mm -hmm. praise God for them. Right. I know I've heard a lot of uh, friends of mine in the past, you know, really struggle with um, there's certain parts of their home that they actually are not proud of. There's certain maybe rooms that are just uh, have left abandoned, have been abandoned, uh, different projects that have been finished. Maybe it's half your windows don't have trim. Um, right. Maybe it's the color that are on the walls in the living room. They're, it's, that's not the color that you have in your mind, what right. you've envisioned. There's so many things. If we look around, we know that owning a home, having a home, it's going to be endless unfinished projects. Um, right. It is. But I do like the fact of, you know, just praising God that we have our homes and looking around and being thankful for what we do have and what we have been able to really pour into our homes and, and that mm-hmm. we've had the time or the finances to do what we can. And, yeah. uh, and I do like that. So every day we are to, you know, walk with the Lord. We know this, we know we're supposed to be grateful that we are to give him praise at all times. We hear this so many times. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I really wanted to talk about, How does the environment in your home relate to this? Um, Well, I think that we need to have a peaceful home. And I think if we keep it full of praise and thanksgiving, um, full of prayer, I think that you can have a peaceful home no matter what, you know, what kind of decor you have sitting on a table. Um, I think that we can fill our home with godly music. Um, Music creates an atmosphere and, and promotes feelings that we don't even necessarily always think about. And it can affect your mind in, in a lot of different ways. And I think that the minute you turn on godly music in your home, everything changes. And I just feel like that promotes um, praise to God when you do that. And I think, you know, the Bible talks about um, the woman who takes care of her household and um, she looks well to the ways of her household. She takes care of her family and her husband and she works with willing hands. The Bible says Um, the wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Um, I want to be a wise woman and I want to do things in my home that's going to create the praise um, unto God so that we have that peaceful home. And, um, 
it, it doesn't take fancy decorating um, or anything, you know, like that to praise God in our home. You can do that, obviously, in other ways. That's really good. It is true. What we do in our homes can promote the things of God, praise and thanksgiving. And, you know, we don't want to make other people, you listening, feel guilty. If this is a sore spot, what we want to do is encourage you. This doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to copy other people's style. Uh, You don't have to buy a ton of things or, you know, waste money kind of picking up your home or whatever is basically there's simple things that you can do in your home to create peace. Yes. And if our children, if our families, if guests can feel that, then they can be, they can feel God's presence. They can feel closer to God. And that really is, that really is the goal, the ultimate goal, right? Right. Yes, it is. And I think sometimes it's easy with social media as much as we can get inspiration and, and feel encouraged. Then we start looking around and comparing ourselves and we don't want you guys to do that. We don't want to do that because that's not promoting praise and thanksgiving. Um, It is important to be thankful for what we have and, uh, and just do what we can. And maybe you're not skilled in that, in the home decor. Maybe you have, no creative bone in your body. It's really the fact of uh, really just taking the initiative to do whatever you can to create a welcoming space for other people to enjoy. Yes. So if there is one thing that we can do at home uh, that can promote peace, what would it be? Um, I think in it comes back to what I said earlier, um, just turning off the noise, um, that in itself promotes so much peace, um, and will bring a sense of calm into your home. Obviously it's not going to be all the time that you're able to just turn everything off, but when you can do that and just sit with your family, um, it really promotes the peace in your home. Yeah, that's a big thing, especially us with smaller kids who, they just they just want to do this thing and then that thing and they mm-hmm. let's turn this on let's turn right. that on and then before you know it they have like every device on in the house and you're like are you even paying attention to them um, right <laughs> <laughs> like are the kids even focused on what they wanted to do in the first place right um, probably not <laughs> probably not yeah and it's kind of like that uh the shiny coin syndrome, like they see the shiny thing over here and shiny thing over here uh-huh. and they want to, they want to go because we have to realize that children are immature. That's something uh-huh. that God is reminding me. And so right. they're going to do things in an immature way. They don't understand how to have self-control, especially with their flesh and what they want to do. And so it's okay to have devices and, and do whatever it is that you want to do. But I think for me personally, it is important to kind of teach them self-control. And when the answer is no, it's no. And find something quiet and other, you know, other things that you can do for a period of time. And I think it really is important for us to teach our kids to um, have quiet minds, um, kind of going along with what you were saying. 
Um, why don't you go read a book for 20 minutes before you turn on, you know, more YouTube right. or right. Exactly. Um, something like that. Why don't you just spend 30 minutes in your room for a while? And I, I try and do that with my boys and uh, they've learned that they don't really have to ask me for the reason. Sometimes, sometimes I'll just say, I just think you should go do that. And they're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's not always easy, but yes, that's definitely, definitely helps if they can turn off the noise. Yeah, it's not easy. And I have a hard time too, turning off the noise. I think Um, like you and I, when we have to use devices for our work, it's easy to just get sucked into it. And I have to, I do that with myself too and saying, no, I'm not going to you know, if I don't have a project due or I don't have a due date for something or a deadline, I need to learn how to step away from this for a while um, and get my brain on something else, go outside or right. go get a cup of tea and sit down and read a book or something. Yeah, I agree. It's it's not always easy, but yeah. What would you say to the person who just feels so overwhelmed with the idea of styling their home, maybe even cleaning up their home? <laughs> I know I fall into this category. Um, Maybe they're just struggling to have peace and they find it difficult right now to praise God. I think um, you have to take small steps. Um, If you're not used to it or if you struggle with knowing how um, or feeling like that you can do it, um, I think you just need to take small steps. Um, Yeah, you need to clean up. And if that is hard for you to do, just start room by room, just take one room and work on it, you know, maybe a couple of days and get it like you want it or like you think it, you feel like it looks good, um, you know, deep clean and get do that until you're through with every room in your house. Um, that's an easy way to start. And then when you have a clean house um, and I will say this, you can organize, but I will admit that I'm the worst when it comes to organizing. and I I will organize and I feel like two days later, it's back to, you know, how it was before, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, make that effort and your, your mind will be, you will be calmer as a person. If you can get things organized, it feels almost like a weight is lifted off your shoulder when things are organized. Um, and then I would just say, you know, as far as decorating, it doesn't have to be fancy. You can create that cozy feeling with things just as small as candles. Put a bunch of candles around. You can find inexpensive candles. Um, have some candles. Throw pillows around. Um, have, you know, like cozy blankets on your couch. Um, keep them in a basket and have them readily available for you to curl up in or your kids to curl up in. Um you know, throw pillows and, and blankets and candles are the easiest, most inexpensive ways to change up your decor. And they're very easy. And um, you can you can find things that you can do in each room like that. that and you'll start you'll start getting used to it. You'll start getting familiar with it and you'll start figuring out what you like and what you don't like, because everybody's not the same. And I've had to come to realize what my style is, what I like Um, for a while. And I'll just be transparent. I felt like just because it was popular that my house needed to be a farmhouse. Mm. And I tried to, you know, make it look farmhousey. 
And I would fail at it because I learned that that wasn't me and that's not what suited my home. And once I let go, especially with Instagram, you feel like you want to, you have to put things out there that everybody's looking at and wants to see. And so when I finally stepped back and realized that it, not that there's anything wrong with it, because I think it's beautiful to look at, but it just didn't suit my home. And so when I stepped back and started realizing, Hey, I really like this over here. I like this and started doing the things that I liked. I kind of got into what my taste and style is. And, and you, you get into that rhythm with your home and you figure out what you like and what you don't like. And so it just takes time. I mean, obviously I didn't do everything overnight. We've been in this house for a long time and I feel like it's just now getting to the place that I actually look at it and say, this is what I was thinking all along in my head. And, um, so I think it's just baby steps and it's realizing that it won't all happen overnight, but you can do little things to accomplish that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Um, I don't have this next question written down, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because I really want to know what is your go-to song uh, to promote praise and worship in your home? Is there a go-to song that you love to play and sing or just put on? Oh, goodness. Um, I, being a music person, uh, I, there's too many songs. <laughs> um, but let me see. I love classic songs, but I love the new too. So um, one song that I, has always been one of my favorites is In the Presence of Jehovah. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like when you, I'll, I like to sit down and play that at the piano. And I like to sing that one. But anyway, I think that that song, you just feel, you feel the presence of God when it, the minute you start singing it um, or playing it. But I do love that song. Um, I don't know. I change all the time. Um, yeah. There's so uh, many. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. That was, I kind of just threw that in there. Um, that That really is just awesome. I was just kind of curious because I know we all, have a different taste, even though, you know, it could be all Christian music. Not all Christian music is the same. Um, right. But yeah, I, I agree. We love, especially with our kids, we love putting on, you know, the upbeat uh, uh-huh. songs. Um, but I also like to bring it down and just put on songs that definitely usher in his presence. And so right. um, I think it's important to have a balance, definitely new songs, old songs, as oh, long as yeah. it's about him, then it's fine. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I'm all over the place with my with my music, so <laughs> there's so much you can play, and it's hard to narrow it down to just a couple. But that's one that I that's in the presence of Jehovah is one that I've gone back to for years. That I just I, I just love it, and yeah, always just a very worshipful song, and really makes you think about um, what he what he does for you when you're in his presence. Cassie, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Uh, It was just such an awesome conversation and I'm definitely going to be thinking about it for a while. Um, Can you just share with us how we can connect with you online? Uh First off, thank you so much for asking me. Um, It's been an honor to do this with you. Um, 
you can find me on Instagram and it's at victory cottage. And that's where I do most of my posting. Um, I do have a Facebook page, but I usually just share, share there what I share on Instagram and I don't do it as often. So probably Instagram is the best place to find me. Well, thank you again, Cassie, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Stacey. I appreciate it. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories? Tagging me at Hello Awesome Live. I would be so encouraged. Also, please leave a five-star review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts sharing how God used this to bless you. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome and shop inspirational products, head to helloawesome.live using the promo code HELLO10 for 10% off your next purchase. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.